1: 1.5 UMFM. This is thank God it's free range. The Friday edition of Free Range Radio. I'm Michael Ells and kicking things off for us tonight, a new single from Ghost Funk Orchestra that is "Asphalt Homeland." Coming up on this show, we're going to be talking to Ian TD Thompson, the producer and host of After Immunity, a new series that's going to be debuting next week here on UMFM. Uh, but before we get to that from the new album B-Talks Experiment, a former Winnipegger, I guess he's back here in town, uh, B-Talks with Pursuit of Happiness here on 101.5 UMFM.
2: Welcome. Put a smile on, yo. Whether you're making music, making art, just, just working. I know it's not easy to stay happy throughout the whole thing, but you gotta stay positive. You gotta enjoy it. Because you're living right now. Sometimes life needs to be more mellow, but don't be stressed, say hello, 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 good morning, morning. hope you're doing swell, performance as well, you're enormously helpful, I mean my god man, we got to be grateful, this is that moment to live, don't wait for the moment to give, before you even know it, you'll think life is too short, regretting every decision, listen, listen, be happy, let me get crafty and hit you with some daffy like,
3: you're my God. you're too happy, you make it snappy,
2: It's all about the suit of being happy Yo, take a pill, have a nappy Make a bill, happy taffy Have a cappy, do a finger-tappy Said it's all about the suit of being happy Take a pill, have a nappy Make a bill, happy taffy Have a cappy, do a little finger-tappy Up don't When I drive Hope you don't mind when we go for a ride That I'm Woo! more ripped than a tide Fresh and clean like I'm tired Let's believe when I'm high You know I I'll wait until the beat just comes back I kick my feet up combat I'm more fly than a bombad And if you think the song's whack, Well I think you're on the wrong track So let me contact my contact for context <laughs> Cause I can't see the context And the wrong tense could make the moths tense But it's nonsense like my non-sexual t- While I just drive around and never signal, it makes me feel nice inside, it kinda tingles. I just like to walk into the room and try to mingle, but pass out in the bathroom, like, hi, are you single? It's all about pursuit of being happy. Take a pill, have a nappy, make a bill, lappy tappy, have a cappy, do a finger tappy. Cause it's all about pursuit of being happy. Take a pill, have a nappy. Make a bell, lappy taffy, have a caffy, do a finger taffy Like cop, cop, no, no sneeze. Uh uh, don't be a slut, no, no sneezing reason. There's no need to cut, no, no leash. Now don't feel you're in a rock for no, no reason. reason Yo cop, cop but don't no no sneeze. Uh uh, don't be a slut, no, no sneezing reason. There's no need to cut, no leash. Just don't feel you're in a rock for no, no reason. reason Who me? I smoke trees for the easing Steezing, geez, and I'm teasing I always keep a fleece for the season And so whatever the weather, I'll never be freezing I hit the rock keys for a reason Like a couple skis to put my beats in Well, rocketing at speeds while I'm freezing And so whenever I get her, she always be pleasing You know, you can sit with me, bring Melody And I'll equip the beat, you sing the melody we can hit the weed, but don't tell me D, C. soon it's no better. You know I need it for my sleep Don't be getting me, oh, we get it Me most incredibly, drove so deadly grown so heavenly, Flow like an evergreen, I'll flow until I'm 70 Because it's all about the of being happy Take a pill, have a nappy Make a bill, happy-tappy Have a cappy, do a finger-tappy Because it's all about the of being happy Take a pill, have a nappy or make a bill, happy, taffy happy, happy, happy do a finger tappy. Not cop, cock, cock, no sneezing Uh-uh, don't be a slut, no sneezing And there's no need to cut, no well, lesion Now don't feel you're in a rock for no reason Yo, cop, cock, cock, but no sneezing Uh-uh, don't be a slut, no sneezing And there's no need to cut, no lesion Just don't feel you're well, in a rock for well, no, no reason, reason.
1: All right. Well, he used to be the host of Seven Deadly Songs here on one hundred one point five UMFM. Ian T D Thompson is now the host of a limited run series called After Immunity, and he joins us to discuss it. Ian, welcome to the show. Uh, thanks, Michael, and appreciate the not uh, the Seven Deadly Songs there. It's a classic. Gotta gotta represent <laughs> the classics. Uh, so this is obviously a decidedly different thing than Seven Deadly Songs, though.
4: Yeah. Uh, yeah.
1: First of all, spoken word, uh, you know, talk programming versus uh, a music show. Um, and also, you know, a very like close ended kind of uh, idea versus that like open ended weekly radio show. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, when did the idea of this podcast and in, in, in radio series kind of first come to you?
4: Yeah, so, um, uh, so after after the Seven Deadly Songs stint in, in about 2016, I, I headed out to Toronto um, and, and pursued public policy. So this shows a little bit more on the public policy uh, spectrum of things. Uh, but the show first came to me um, in, in late December of last year. I was having a conversation with Jared, the uh, station manager at UMFM. And uh, the idea kind of just came about about you know, we're in the midst of this pandemic, you know, we're still trying to get vaccinated, you know, we're still trying to survive on a daily basis. Um, but we're seeing kind of the light at the end of the tunnel here. Um, but what that, what's that light actually going to be? And so from that conversation, we kind of just took it from there and said, you know, maybe there's, um, maybe there's a show in this uh, and maybe we can explore a few uh, interesting topics. So then taking that idea and, and
1: running with it, like, did you start to kind of build like uh, a guest list at first, or like an idea of kind of like overarching themes you wanted to address? Mm. Like, how did you kind
4: of start framing it? So, th- for 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 me at least, it, it was it was it was actually quite it, it was quite simple. Just for the in in terms of, I, I started with the topics at, topics itself, you know, because there seemed to be a few overarching. Narratives that I would see throughout this, and 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 some of it was 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 individual, it was a personal sort of thing, um, you know. So so in this series, we're looking at um, inequality, the local arts scenes in Canada, mental health, the urban environment, and the next pandemic, and and they all came pretty straightforward. Um, there were some folks that I knew I really wanted to talk to um, that that I, I previously talk to um with the work that I do in public policy um folks like uh, Miles Korak who is a who is a just a, a fascinating um uh economics professor who who really understands inequality um, and he's actually our first guest for the show mm-hmm. um but then things like the local art scene that was a very personal thing um and it just in terms of you know uh, as a as a music fan, as as a as a novice musician myself, as as an as a as a as a festival goer, as a show goer. I really miss live shows, and so I was really curious to, to to talk to individuals and to say where how's the local arts scene gonna um, uh, play out and transform in that post COVID nineteen world. So yeah, it was a little bit of a mixture, a little bit of sometimes the guest came first, sometimes the the, the topic came first. Uh, but insofar as those five topics, it came uh, quite quite in- intuitively, I thought.
1: So with knowing Miles Correct it was going to be one of yours, like did you anticipate that that would be the first episode because he was a name you wanted to talk to first.
4: I I think in terms of yeah, so inequality is the first episode. Um, I thought it was a good place to start, just because inequality is such a massive construct. And it talks about different aspects. We could be talking about income inequality. We could talk about racial inequality, um, gender inequality, because we've heard been hearing so many of those stories throughout this pandemic, how, you know, um, it, the the rich are getting richer and those, you know, in precarious situations are still kind of in precarious employment situations. And um, so I thought it was a good kind of first topic to tackle because um, what I've found, at least in terms of these other topics, is that you know inequality can kind of touch on many different aspects of of, of different sectors, whether they are the art sector, whether it's related to mental health, whether it's um, the urban environment and transport and getting from point A to point B. So it's a little bit of an overarching sort of theme, and that's that's the reason why it's episode one.
1: Now you said you you know you went away to Toronto to do public policy. Uh... Were there specific areas of public policy that you've studied that maybe you weren't able to address in the, in the, uh, in the program yeah. like is there something that you kind of like left on the table that you m- might have wanted to but maybe it didn't work for the purpose of this show.
4: Gosh, it's actually quite the opposite. So, okay. so, so, so my day job, uh, Michael, is is in the is in the field of, of energy regulation. So, uh, so, so, so think climate change, think uh, transmission grids, um, all that stuff. That uh, it might not be the most exciting for some individuals. Um, and and um, understandably, there's a lot of talk in that field about what the post-COVID-19 world is. But for me, I really wanted to, to 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 look at um, elements outside of that, you know, like I don't, you, I don't work, I I, I I, pursued psychology, you know, feels like a lifetime ago, um, but I am not a mental health expert. Um, and being able to talk to people from uh, for, like who are clinicians in training from the Mental Health Commission of Canada, who work with this on a daily basis, that was the exciting thing for me.
1: So this is like kind of, Keeping keeping the two separate, or at least gives you an opportunity to explore something you wouldn't get to in your work.
4: Precisely, it's 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 one of those things, it, and and it's 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 a bit of a learning experience for me. So I come as much as I have a little bit of this public policy background. It's not my my field of to 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 say you know I I don't often understand. Uh, you know, uh, the public policy of mental health or, uh, or the next pandemic, some some of these individuals are they're experts in the field, they have the, the lived experience of working in this field on a daily basis, and uh, being able to talk to them. And, and as I said, a little bit of that learning experience for me, and, and, and that's what I'm hoping that uh, it might be a learning experience for, for the listener as well, and being able to uncover that uh, post COVID-19 world.
1: So in a sense, you're acting as like the avatar for the listener because you're coming at these experts from a a knowledge deficit that you're trying to address or ask questions.
4: Yeah, yeah. I mean, you're very kind with your words, the knowledge deficit. Um, I I come in with this um, a lot of the times, you know, I, I maybe do a little bit of preliminary research. I understand that things like you know, mental health issues have been exacerbated by the pandemic, but I have no idea how this will play out in the future. And and these individuals who are there on the ground on, on, a, on a daily basis, they might be thinking about this a little bit more. And so when I come into these interviews, um, it, a, a lot of the questions are quite general in their nature. Like, you know, what trends are we going to see in that post COVID-19 world, you know? Um, and and so, yeah, a little bit of that, as you said, that avatar uh, for the listener to hopefully uh, learn a few things and, and maybe contribute to, to the discussion.
1: So I have to imagine, I mean, you said you do a little bit of preliminary research, but then you're trying to ask these questions and then like following up with them. Do you, Fine. You have more questions than you have time for in an episode or how, how does that work?
4: Uh, usually. I mean, I've, I, I came in with this thinking, okay, you know, let's have a 15 to 20 minute interview. And, and they've always gone over just because they've said something that I just find really fascinating um, or totally unexpected. And, and the, and the interviewer in me, uh feels just an just an absolute desire for it for that knowledge for kind of exploring this topic and i gotta ask the follow-ups and so um we've had a few interviews now where um we said we said to them beforehand you know this will be, you know, a 20-minute interview or something, and it's it's always gone over. And, and then uh, I, I had to have a disclaimer for the guests moving forward, saying, you know, this may go over. It really depends on kind of what you say, just because there are so many just interesting um, elements to these topics.
1: Was there a, a guest you'd hope to have that just it didn't happen? Like, did you ask some folks to participate, and they either schedule wise or just like not interested, or or were you pretty successful in terms of getting who you wanted?
4: I, I you know, I I was quite surprised by how many uh, um, guests we got uh, because some of them were straight cold calls. They were individuals I had no personal relationship with that um, that agreed to, to to talk to us, and I think that might speak to the, the topic area itself in being able to uncover a little bit of that post COVID-19 world. Um, you know, there were a few um, there, there, I don't want to single anyone out, but there's this great Institute uh, in, uh, I think it's Copenhagen uh, called the happiness Institute that I really want to talk to um, for the mental health Institute. Cause they do a lot of really interesting uh, public policy research. Um, but we were incredibly grateful to be able to talk to um, a, a few organizations that, you know, I, I, I thought that really hit the nail on the head that were the all stars again. I mentioned uh Miles Korak at, for inequality, um, but Mary Bartram from, from the Mental Health Commission of Canada, um, as well as Alan Detsky. He was the um, he was the uh, what, what was it, uh, physician in chief at the Mount Sinai Hospital in Toronto, uh, when SARS hit. In 2003 mm. and so being able to talk to him about that experience and talk about kind of the lessons learned as well as that next pandemic you know um being able to talk to those those individuals who um uh have that experience was was incredibly grateful and so um no we, we kind of lucked out um uh, certainly on 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 the guests
1: so then in terms of uh putting the show together like how much editing or you know post-production w- went into this like if you did you know end up with more time uh, that you were talking to people than you had time to air or like how did how did you kind of balance that
4: it, it, it's been tricky. Um, this is this is not uh, this isn't my day job, and so being able to to, to go in and, and do the post production. Thankfully, I have um, two friends, two two associate producers, helping me out. Uh, Neil Kramer, who is a, a a host at UMFM, prick up your ears, as well as uh, a good friend of mine, Jonah Coatser, who have been helping me out with some of the post production. But um, yeah, so th- so in the post production, you. Uh, you of course edit the interviews, but then there's a lot of there, you really got to be thinking and you try to sort of, uh, provide your own thoughts, your own sort of, um, takeaways a little bit from those interviews. And, and so, and so it does take time, but, um, but, but, but I've been pretty happy with how, how the products, uh, turned out so far.
1: Yeah. You're, you know, obviously you set up the episode. I mean, you, you did provide me with the first episode to, to listen to before we talked and, you know, you have like the introduction, then you go into your interview with Miles Korak, and then coming out of that, you talk about you know something that you weren't able to discuss with him just because of the timing of the interview. Mm-hmm. So like that kind of framing stuff, I have to imagine in the post production, you're you're building that in or scripting that in in some mm-hmm. way to try and mm-hmm. give voice to that.
4: Oh, precisely, and and I think. Um... Yeah, and, and that was an interesting one because he mentioned at the end of his, uh, Miles Korak mentioned we didn't talk about, you know, inequality through the lens of the child. And and that was a real incentive to, to, to talk to um, a good friend of mine who works uh, in child psychology uh, in the Frontier School Division in Manitoba. Um, but that actually gets to a little bit of what I wanted to do with the show itself. So my background's in public policy, and what I found with people in public policy and, and a little bit in academia is we can kind of get stuck into those larger macro level discussions about concepts such as inequality, uh, theoretical notions of, of energy, things like that. And sometimes we kind of forget that there's humans at the end of this, you know, that they're not just like uh, they're, they're not just units of measurement, but these are people with feelings, um, human experiences. And that was something I really wanted to get into the series. So, You know, often our first guest will have a little bit of that macro level thinking, that macro level theoretical perspective of where we are going in that post-COVID-19 world. But another aspect to this was being able to talk to individuals who do have that lived experience, a little bit of that quote-unquote micro perspective. Um, And so that sort of framing came before even the interviews came and, and, and that's, but, but you're all right in terms of the framing itself in terms of the post production that did have to, uh, did have to be included.
1: The other risk I've uh, encountered with academics is the, like, the language that's used is mm-hmm. sometimes, mm-hmm. you know, not for the lay person. And yeah. obviously I don't think that would translate necessarily to uh, the format, like a radio show or a podcast. Mm-hmm. Did you have to kind of talk to your guests about, you know, maybe, Not talking too much about praxis or something, you know, like, (laughs) let's, yeah, let's put this in terms that uh, the average listener will understand because some of these concepts are, are very important, but sometimes uh, clouded or obfuscated by the, the terminology.
4: Oh, precisely, and and that's something I run to on a daily basis, and and that's part of the reason why I wanted to, you know, it, it include, you know, uh, a, a few a few friends with this that weren't from public policy, because I, I can kind of get run into that that issue myself in, in in the work that I do about getting stuck in the weeds and getting stuck into weird uh, jargon that uh, that that people kind of don't. Um, uh, that, that people aren't as familiar with. And, and, and that was always kind of the goal with this podcast was to make sure that, um, that this wasn't just for, um, you know, someone who is a public policy professional or an academic, but just for, you know, for, for folks like you and me that just want to kind of learn a few things. And, and with that in mind, you just keep it, you keep it open-ended, you keep it with, with, with the terminology. And so I, I, that was something I really wanted to emphasize with, uh, with the guests that we had.
1: So how many episodes does the series run in total? So
4: yeah, so we have we have um 5 episodes in total, but we actually actually well well that that's not the case. We actually have 6 episodes. But one's a bit of a bonus episode. Um we were able to get a few extra guests uh to speak to uh uh the 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 post COVID-19 world and Manitoba music, which is super exciting. So 6 in total.
1: And did you create any like social media for the the show? Like it should fo- p- folks follow it on Instagram or Facebook or so-
4: so, so given the kind of uh, li- the limited aspects of, of the series, I haven't gone about creating Twitter. I, I have a Twitter account myself. You can follow me at, at Ian T. D. Thompson. But the best way to find the information and to subscribe to it uh, and to be aware of the upcoming episodes is just go to UMFM.com. There's a little uh, link that goes to limited series and after immunities uh, right there.
1: So that's the best spot for it, and it's Thompson T H O M mm-hmm. S O N for folks yeah. who are who are listening. And this begins next week. Is that?
4: Yep, uh, April April fourteenth. Um, we're we're premiering uh, Inequality After Immunity uh, four p.m. on UMFM. Um, but you can also hear it on Apple Podcasts, um, uh, Spotify, and all sorts of uh, various streaming uh, services. I think it's on YouTube as well.
1: And we will have it for stream and download on the website at uh, umfm.com as well. Mm-hmm. Uh, Ian, I know you played a little bit of Julian's daughter uh, in the first episode of uh, after immunity. Uh, do you want to make a music pick for us to, to close? up Oh
4: with? goodness. Um,
1: <laughs> I know I'm putting you on the spot,
4: putting me on the spot. Just give me a minute to think about it. I've been listening to, you know, if we're talking about kind of, uh, you know, the COVID nineteen, a, a record that's really gotten me through this has probably been the latest Fleet Foxes um, mm. and and their album Shore. Sure. And and they got their their first track. Um, I think it's in 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 Waste High Water. I think that's the name of it. Um, I, I could be wrong, but that was it's their opening track for the album Shore, and it's it's an absolutely tra- terrific track. It's it you're able to kind of come at peace, you know, with it's very peaceful and uh i think it really helps when you're dealing with kind of the uncertainty of of the pandemic as well as uh that post-covid 19 world
1: it's a great record one i uh, one of my top records from last year as well and something mm-hmm. i've played on the show so we'll give that one a listen uh ian thanks very much for taking some time to talk about the uh, the show
4: absolutely well thanks thanks for uh, thanks for this uh, conversation michael <music>
1: We're back here on Thank God It's Free Range, the Friday edition of Free Range Radio, and you just heard Mode Odette with Smells Like Teen Spirit, uh, that is her cover that closes out the new album, Translation, uh, the newest signing to Cure de Pirates, a new label out of Quebec. Before that, Jin Moo with Gathering, a single from a forthcoming record, and uh, Ian's choice of Fleet Foxes and Waiting in Waste High Water from Shore. Uh, we're going to kind of keep it in a moody folk and rock vein for for a few more tracks, at least. Uh, from Toronto, by way of Winnipeg's own birthday cake, uh, Whaley, with uh, Make It Dark from their self-titled EP. And then we've got some new Lou Barlow uh, back with a new album called Reason to Live. Keep it locked here on 101.5 UMFM.
0: There's a twist in my thoughts and yeah, I'll admit it Cause you're still in my bed But I know you'll be gone and back in a minute I'm so tired of playing these games with you I'm so tired of what you put me through I never found love in the places that I looked Your mind, like you were in an open book. And the writing on the wall should have really said it all. But boy, did I miss the mark. Now that I've seen the light, can we make it dark? Can we?
5: Do you think that God is a woman, man? Do you think that heaven is a place you can hold your breath? I wanna hear you say- Think that change is a seed? never see it grow? Do you think that fear is a prison? And do you know that freedom is empathy every?